Welcome to the Wednesday evening, February the 24th, 2010. Dream the biggest dream. Lessons from the front line. Tonight, our topic, the people factor. Welcome to tonight's call. We had a shift in our provider, in our service for these calls. And uh, this was a very positive shift because the last number would only allow us 100 people. And this new number allows us 1,000 people. And I love that. Not that we actually hit 100 people before and that it was an issue. But uh, we do like to plan for the future. And, um, but the big reason we switched is because the recording started to get a little funky. So tonight, we've got the new number, and they call it the high-definition line. So we're, we're just everything. We're upgrading everything. We're just ex- – it's, it's all about wildly expanding what we do. Ah, so welcome to this evening's version of Lessons from the Frontline. When I was putting, I, I have an interesting story to tell you. <laughs> when I was putting together the topic for this call, when I was putting together the announcement, it was uh, around 6 o'clock on Monday morning of this week. And I was sitting at my desk writing, and I was doing a couple of takes, because although a topic like the people factor seems to just be cut and dry, it was about the fourth take at a topic. And so I was sitting there writing about it. I knew what I wanted to share this week was about the people that show up in our lives, the role we play in that, and then how to adjust it and how to really attract the kinds of energies we want to attract. And so I knew all this but didn't quite know how to word it or it was not allowing it so freely to flow um, early on Monday morning. And so I was sitting at my desk typing And I was thinking about the people in my life as I was writing this, and my thoughts um, were kind of all over the place, and I thought of my co-facilitator, Jesse Ion, who's on this call now, and in that moment that I thought of him, and let me just preface this by saying Jesse is an amazing Reiki practitioner um, and other energy work, uh, quite intuitive, and also magic with the didgeridoo and other sound and vibration tools. And as as my thoughts crossed by his name, as I was thinking of him, I got blasted by a didgeridoo, and it was it was astonishing to me. It was so astonishing to me that this blast of a didgeridoo showed up in my place, in my home, that I literally jumped up 
thinking, what the is going on here? And I was like, Jesse? <laughs> Jesse? Now, you got to know, Jesse lives about an hour and 20 minutes away from me. And at 6.20 in the morning, <clears throat> there's no way that he would be showing up here. And I, I, was, I was like, it's amazing. It's amazing. And now, I've been asking in my experience for my clairs to be more pronounced. Um, clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience. And uh, so I take it as a sign that uh, my universe is providing this for me. And I promised myself and my heart that I would not get so startled next time. By the way, after I jumped up, I started playing the um, the uh, singing crystal bowl that I have here, um, figuring that if the spirit of Ion had shown up to blast me with the didgeridoo, my only reasonable response would be the crystal ball. So I just preface this call with the fact that there was absolute magic that led to the clarification of tonight's topic and to the actual um, energy that went out in this in this announcement. Now, there's also been another change this week in addition to the high-definition technology of this, uh, of this phone line. And that is, I've, I've retitled the call a little bit. And what I realized is happening, and part of this is based on these new modalities that I'm bringing in, part of this is based on the tremendous expansion that is happening to me personally from everything that I'm going through. But these, I'm feeling and, and have been feeling for a little while that these calls from my end involve an energy transference. And specifically, that is me focusing my channel from the universe, my energetic channel from the universe to everyone on this call. And this is with conscious intent that I do that. And it hit home last week when Janice from Boston said that she, feel, she felt so alive and awake. And I thought, it, it didn't catch me off guard. I thought, of course she feels alive and awake. I've sent it out there. So we don't, um, we're just stepping into this, this new light about, you know, really putting it out there exactly what I'm doing. There will be a time on this call later on that there will actually be a, a focused activation for everyone on this call, and I'll explain that um, as it gets a little closer. It'll be around the time before we uh, unmute the lines and um, allow everyone to speak. But uh, that's what ha that's what's happening, and I, I need to express a couple more things. We are really stepping up to what this is all about. Uh, Jesse and I have truly dedicated ourselves all aspect of ourselves 
to this process that we've undertaken. And I think initially, and when, when we unmute the lines, Jess, you'll be able to speak to this. I think initially we stepped into this together as co-facilitators thinking, hey, this sounds like fun. Uh, there's definitely a connection for us um, already. We've been, uh, you know, great aspects of, of mirroring each other. And um, you know, let's see, let's see what we can, let's see what we can call upon. And um, we stepped into it. And uh, shortly after stepping into that role, what we, what we realized was that something much bigger was, and is, continuing to take place within us and without us that um, deserves to be honored, respected, and treated with much unconditional love and gratitude. And uh, in the last week alone, the magnitude of what this journey is about for us has taken on uh, a whole new energy has taken on a whole new I don't know uh, I mean I, I guess energy is the right thing it's tapped into to the potential that can only come from a dedication to 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 what we're doing the the synchronicities continue to be so outlandish that um you know i'd have to be literally unconscious to identify anything other than the actual path that that is being laid out by the universe and so a couple of things happen uh, when when this occurs, and I'm speaking as a, a first time experiencer. Phew, my English, but that's probably fine. First time experiencer of this particular process. I've been on my path uh, for years. I'm 45 years old. Uh, things really opened up for me. Um, around my Saturn returns um, when I was 30, but already by then I had traveled um, to many sacred sites and journeys all over the world and inner journeys. Um, so being on my path is not new to me, but these intensive synchronicities leading the way uh, literally this this guiding light um undeniable sense of purpose and direction yeah i got to say uh the, the the way it's unfolding right now is absolutely new and it's humbling and um exciting and then with all of that it has absolutely triggered just about every fear and insecurity I've ever had, uh, allowing me to deal with it or some of them 
to continue to deal with. <laughs> and so um, I was in a advanced Theta healing certification class this last weekend, and it's amazing to me what I was able to clear in just one intensive weekend. Um, I was very fortunate fortunate to be in a group of uh, incredible beings. Actually, it was uh, uh, six six of the most incredible women um, that I could have ever asked to hold space for me and for me to hold space for. Uh, it was not the easiest of weekends by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I was caught off guard several times. It's interesting. Um, I got there on Friday and, uh, we we worked on each other on uh we got in groups of two and worked um we worked on each other all weekend and uh the the first coupling that I did was with uh, an amazing being that I went through the the um the first theta healing certification with and um we were to sit there and work on our fears rejections, regrets, or resentments. And uh, I had tears streaming down my face before she even asked me if she could enter my energetic field. <laughs> yeah, you can tell how the rest of the weekend went. Cleared a lot of stuff. And with this Saturday night, the Hemway, I still had a whole nother day on Sunday, but by Saturday night, the clarity of what my experience is about, the allowance for me to see, feel, own my journey now and where it's headed, um was astounding to me. I called uh, Jesse that night. I was driving home, and uh, I could barely drive. Um, based on the identification of what needs to be done, and this was the first time in my life that I was able to so clearly identify, to identify with my sole purpose here and to not have it wrapped up in self-imposed obstacles. I will tell you that in the next two weeks, we will be laying out a program. We will also be laying out an international focused experience that you all are invited to partake in. Now, 
no details right now. We're just in that process of pulling the pieces together. But I will tell you that I have been involved in many things on a grand scale, and I have never been involved in anything on a scale like this. And it brings some of my statements home in a huge way. We're all in this together. Takes on more meaning than it ever has. And I'm telling you right now, I'm calling on each and every one of you to join in this project, in this experience. Because I was going to say it has the potential, and then I was corrected to say it will change the way you forever look at reality and the world we live in. So this is um, (laughs) – all right. More on that. Tonight, our topic is, appropriately, our topic tonight is the people factor. And I really like this. Uh, I want to read to you from the message that went out. I'm in such gratitude for all the people that I'm fortunate enough to find in my experience. My life has become a testimonial to embracing the presence of all those I have attracted and manifested. This week we take a look at the three main aspects of the people factor. First, taking full responsibility for how you have had the people in your life show up. Next, the process to fine-tune your experience with them. And then finally, how to attract and manifest for your highest good the people and energies that feel the best in your life, including life partners, business associates, friends, and mentors. The people factor. This is a fun one. And, of course, my experience being ever so beautiful to give me timely and meaningful examples of how this works. The first aspect of the people factor is to take full responsibility for how each of us as individuals have had the people in our life show up for us. <clears throat> my, I pick up my daughter at school today. Again, it couldn't get any more timely. My universe is beautiful. pick up my daughter at school today. She gets in the truck and we start driving and This is the time that she shares with me what her day was about, and I share with her what my day was about. And she's talking to me about her experience at school, and she tells me that there was um, an interaction. Actually, she said to me, Daddy, I I went to the uh, seventh plane of existence today. Well, I probably at that point should have pulled over the truck because 
Maya doesn't just come home and tell me she goes to the seventh plane of existence. That's where we connect with the oneness of all that is, the creator of all that is, to do the really incredible work that we've been trained to do, the healing we've been trained to do, the, the energy transference, the, the downloads and the activations, all are at the seventh plane of existence. I've got my nine-year-old daughter looking at me saying, Daddy, I went to the seventh plane of existence today. I said, really? What, what's up? She said, well, there was a little problem at school. I said, okay, do tell. And she went on to explain that a little girl in her class had gotten mad at her because she had picked up some blocks that uh, were there in one of the classes and put them away. This little girl went into a bit of a temper tantrum because she didn't want Maya to do that, apparently. And she demanded, in no uncertain terms, that Maya put the blocks whatever they were, back on the floor, dumped them out. And Maya said, well, you're not my boss, <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. That's a tremendous waste of any effort at all, and I'm not going to do it. If you want them on the floor, you put them on the floor. <laughs> the apple did not fall far from the tree. And so uh, it became a little more heated, and there was a little more of a temper tantrum, um, and Maya held her ground, and um, it ended up that uh, this little girl went and told the teacher on Maya, and in the beautiful way that the universe works, the little girl got in trouble, and of course, Maya didn't. She hadn't done anything wrong. Um, now, the offshoot of this story is then the little girl told a, um, a fib to a number of the friends in the class saying that Maya had done something to her, had, had hit her with a, um, a pad or something like that, uh, which Maya hadn't, but that was um, part of this process. Now, ignorance is bliss, and... Um, I'm not ignorant anymore. And so I told Maya that, um, you know, I think she did fine. And, and the, the proof that she did fine is that she didn't get in trouble and, and everything worked out in that sense. But I said that I would be remiss to not have this discussion with her. And I said if she was one of my clients that, I would be asking them, why, why do you think that this person showed up for you that way? What is it in your energy field, in your experience, that had this person show up that way? Because we're not victims, and if we don't take responsibility for everything, then, then, then all of a sudden we're the victim. And if we can be a victim in a little circumstance like this, we can be a victim in every circumstance and in all the aspects of our lives. Okay. You know, sometimes I take it, it's maybe not so easy to be my daughter. Um... 
because I looked over at her, and her eyes welled up with tears, and one by one, they started to stream down her face. And I said that I know it's not easy, but we need to look at things on levels that aren't always on the surface. And so it was interesting to me that all this occurred today. All this occurred two hours before tonight's call about the people factor, and before I showed up for you to talk about taking full responsibility for how each of us have the people in our lives show up for us. And one of the things that was going on with Maya was that she felt like she did something wrong. She felt like she was mad at herself for doing something wrong. And I tried. Now, I did explain to her that she didn't do anything wrong at all. That we come back here in form, not as the spiritual beings that we truly are, but we come back here in form as human beings to have a human experience. And that experience is to assist us in growing, learning, and evolving. And that sometimes in life, it's going to be, it's going to seem a little better to just take things on the surface level and not take it on other levels, and look at it from other perspectives. And at nine years old, I know this isn't such an easy one to handle. I'm not sure that on some days it's any easier to handle at 45 years old. Taking full responsibility on some level for what happens in our life is absolutely essential for our personal evolution. You all wouldn't be on the call tonight if you were still in a place where ignorance was bliss. I can also tell you we had 111 people RSVP for this call tonight, and we don't have near 111 people on the call right now. Is it this topic? Is it this discussion? Is it this energy that those people just absolutely aren't ready for? You're on the call tonight. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to take a look at each person in your life and take responsibility for how they're showing up in your life? Are you ready to really accept that responsibility, 
to really embrace that for all that it is and then to be able to work with it, I would suggest strongly that you are. Because that is the first aspect of the people factor. People show up for us exactly how we need them to show up for us. <clears throat> it's the same way when we end up doing the call, the body factor. Our body shows up for us exactly the way our emotional body has our physical body show up for us. Everything, my friends, is connected. Everything is connected. And it's not connected outside of you. It's not connected in the outside world. It's all connected inside. If you've got someone in your life right now and they're creating a real discomfort for you, go inside you. It's not about them. And do some inner work and figure out what's going on. And one of two things happens when we do that work. Those people either go away or they shift. I've seen it happen. I've worked with clients of mine who learned very quickly that we all put people in a box and then they keep showing up that way from the box that we've put them in. And when we take them out of the box, or truly it's like the, the Russian dolls, when we open up the box, we put them in a bigger box, they will expand to that. And then they will expand to the next one. And maybe soon after that, we won't have them in a box at all. People show up for us the way we have them show up. I cannot stop thinking of the tears ever so gently rolling down my nine-year-old daughter's face. Because I know what was going on in her mind. She wanted it to be easier than that. She wanted it to be that this little girl was having a bad day. That this was not at all anything connected to anything about Maya. She just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. That this was all someone else's thing. Maybe there are times when we all want life to be that easy. Hmm, I just showed up at the wrong place at the wrong time. This isn't anything about me. 
No. We're out of ignorance, my friends. We've stepped out of it. I can confidently say that about each person that's on this call or listening to this call. I will tell you that higher consciousness and awareness is truly bliss. So think about this when you look at the people in your life. Take them out of the equation as quickly as possible and ask yourself why you would give yourself that experience, why you would have that particular person show up like that. You'll get the answer. You'll see. You'll own this. You'll take responsibility, and those people will stop showing up that way. It works every single time. The next aspect of this is to fine-tune our experience with the people in our lives. I mentioned just before about taking them out of the box. Once we take full responsibility for the people for the way they show up in our lives, everything shifts at that moment. Everything. You know, <clears throat> about, I guess it was back in October, uh, Maya had that experience at school where that little boy who'd been picking on her for about six months we both got to the point that I got so pissed off, and then I realized, when she was telling me the story again another day after school, and I realized that I had just kept her the victim, and I had just made me the victim, and we took a quartz crystal, and we called it, at that point, it was the crystal for this little boy. And I did a visualization with Maya that everything with this little boy would go smooth and be comfortable and be about friendship. She came back the next day. I said, how did it go? And she said, no problems at all. He actually, he actually complimented a picture that I drew. He had teased her and picked on her every day for months. The next day... It was the same thing or neutral. And about a week later, Maya said to me, So, Dad, let me get this straight. All I have to do is change my energy to make a change in my mind, and everything outside of me changes. And I looked at her, so amazed to hear the simplicity of a nine-year-old explained this process, and I said, it will always be that way. That crystal has now become the friendship crystal. We'll do some work with it tonight after I get off this call for that little girl that she had the interaction with today. But she knows, and she gets it. She knows how it works, and we know how to work with it. Like Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. 
Gandhi didn't say, go change the bully at the school. Go change the bully in world politics. No. Gandhi said it the way it is. You be the change that you want to see. Making it very clear that at that point, everything else outside of the individual changes to accommodate that change. So that's it. People continue to show up the way we have them show up in the tidy little box that we've created for them. I had a one-on-one -on -one session the other night with a client of mine, and it was the exact same thing. People were showing up, really upsetting this client, really frustrating this client, And we tied it back to their childhood. All of the stories that I was told in that session could be tied back to stories from this person's childhood, from this person's parents. And people were continuing to show up the way this person felt on some level, obviously not a conscious level, that people should be showing up. This person from, from an early age felt that people should be showing up a certain way based on her experience, and people were continuing now into her 50s to show up that way. How are people showing up in your life? What is it connected to? Is it serving you? Or are you ready to make a change? Have you learned the lesson involved? My friends, this is clearly, clearly the message. in my own life right now, focused on this topic today, Jesse and I have, are currently working through an experience of people showing up in a way that we would prefer they not show up. happens to all of us. We're working on it. So my universe was kind enough to give me Maya's story for this call, and that was the easy one for me. Fifteen minutes before Maya's story, I was in the midst of dealing with a story that Jesse and I have created on our own. It's much more comfortable dealing with a nine-year-old story. 
but I know across the board how it works. And it all works from the inside out. The good news here, my friends, is that it does work. But you've got to work it. You've got to look at it the right way, and you've got to get inside and adjust it however it needs to be adjusted. So, what do we do to attract and manifest for our highest good the people and energies that truly feel the best in our lives? the life partners, the business associates, the friends and the mentors that we want to share this experience with. Fine-tune exactly what's going on inside. Identify and visualize what it's like to go through your day, how it feels to interact with the people you interact with. See it, feel it, own it with purity of intent and with clarity write about it talk to your closest circle about it these are the people I choose to bring into my life they are connected to unconditional love they are all about higher consciousness they're actively growing learning and evolving they support me as I support them. They love me as I love them. Send it out in your universe. Place your order. It's not happening to you. You're making it happen. Do what it takes. Take an inventory if it's not working for you, place your order again. I ordered the salad with the dressing on the side. I'm sorry, there must have been a misunderstanding. You brought me the dressing on the salad. I ordered the people connected to higher consciousness and unconditional love. I'm sorry, there must be a miscommunication. That's not what you delivered. Play the game, my friends. It works. Over and over and over again, it works. Call it magic. I've got a good friend that calls it hocus pocus, and I love it. Whatever you call it, Bring it in, energize it, enliven it, embrace it, own it, and watch your life adjust accordingly. This is exactly how it works. We're no longer ignorant. We've, we've, we've stepped right out of that, and we've stepped into the path We've stepped onto the path of higher consciousness, of awareness, from a foundation of unconditional love 
and we're going places. And whatever I can do to take all of you with me, I'm going to do. <clears throat> now, I mentioned earlier about doing a activation on tonight's call. And I think the greatest activation, the greatest gift that I can call forth based on the energy of tonight's call is for each of us to receive an activation allowing us allowing us to be allowing us to recognize how we are creating our lives and further to that allowing us to recognize what we need to adjust to create the lives we truly want I ask you now by the way I'm going with implied consent that if you're still on the call right now <laughs> that you are open to this that you give me permission to enter your fields for your highest good so you can receive this activation the activation of knowing what it feels like to be aware of how we're creating our experience the activation of knowing what it takes to adjust our experience if you'll close your eyes take some deep breaths I have nothing but tremendous gratitude and unconditional love for each of you for how you've shown up in my life for our connection and for all we are together. It is at this point that I unmute the lines and ask anyone that would like to share anything. This would be your opportunity. Here we go.
I'll do it after this. And now you're unmuted. Oh my goodness. Ion. <laughs> What's <Nice>. happening? <laughs> Greetings. This is Michelle. I just wanted to say, Mark, that this is happening to me and I'm not making it happen, so whatever. <laughs> and you know what a jokester I am, so thank you very much. And I really appreciate you sharing that story about Maya because, you know, I've dabbled a bit, a little bit in parenting and conscious parenting and things like that. And that's exactly how I used to treat my kids and teach my kids. And it's amazing because they're in their 20s now and they're just, they don't blame and they accept responsibility and they have a lot of insight and it's amazing. So I, I thank you for sharing that. And I had a little story today that happened to me that happened. Of course, I didn't create it. but um, <laughs> And it was interesting because I was working up in Sedona, West Sedona, and they have a crazy wild film festival going on this whole week and there's all these celebrities in town and there's like parking issues and all these things are going on. But, um, you know, I was in a shop and I was working in there and I heard a commotion out there and they had a security guard and she had a dog and it was a beautiful boxer, you know, which I love and I was talking to them. But anyway, um, there was a parking issue and I heard yelling out there and I heard the guy yelling to the girl saying, just piss off already. And I'm like, what in the world? I never hear this in Sedona. I mean, I'm from Miami, you know, South Florida area, and I used to hear things like that all the time. But not in Sedona. It's so peaceful and loving, and everybody's so, you know, you know how they are here. But <laughs> anyway, um, he, the guy came in, and they were shopping, and, you know, I, I seem to have, like, settled the whole thing down, and I'm a peacemaker, so... It was all peaceful, but then apparently the commotion picked back up when he left the shop and the police were involved, and it was crazy. So I was, I was kind of pondering that all day, and I, I don't know. I, I have no conclusion as to what it meant, but I suppose I created that, and it was quite interesting. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, we there is that whole um, – other variable that slips in, and that's that, you know, co-creation, because it's not just us doing it alone. Um, and, you know, when something like that happens and we're not directly involved, you know, there's still a piece of why we get to see it go down, why we get to have that experience. You know, there's there's still a piece in it for us. Otherwise, you know, it would have just bypassed us. But um, I have to tell everyone, Michelle is, uh, you know, plays down her whole parenting thing. She's a... Uh, <laughs> author on the subject of conscious parenting and uh, has been a guest on our call in the past and um, hopefully will be a guest on our call in the future and uh, does have quite the sense of humor. And thank you, Michelle, for being here and for sharing that with us. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> hey, Ion, were you blasting us? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole implied consent thing, you ran with it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so 
got um, I've got some other stuff tonight, but I've got to tell you, Ion, that uh, I know you and I are going to have a call later when um, I'm going to have uh, tears in my eyes and gently streaming down my cheeks as we figure out in our own universe what's uh, what's going on and and uh, learn and process uh, some lessons and. The same way I hope Maya was um, on some level really happy to have me, <laughs> I hope, to have me there to, to process her stuff. I'm uh, grateful to have uh, you on this journey to, to process with. Anything to, to, to share with us? Well, yeah, well, likewise, Mir. I mean, it's always like that, right? But, um, yeah, I, uh, just in the sense of what you were saying, me showing up uh, in your when you woke up in your dream state, whatever have you, uh, in that sense, I had somebody tell me just last night, um, I showed up in their dreams a few nights ago, and uh, she said I showed up and she knew she was, you know, dreaming or if it was real because of the fact that the things I was saying to her, she wouldn't be saying to herself. And we got into a very long conversation about you know, this is all of us. We are creating it. We are projecting it. Uh, it's all inner projecting outer. Um, and so, you know, just the same character in her dream that was talking to her is no different than the character in this dream, this waking life dream, talking to her right now. And it was really interesting. It got really, really real there for a minute. And um, it's, uh, you know, we talk about it. It's like lucid living. When you become lucid dreaming, you get so much awareness in this conscious waking life that you become lucid living. And um, I think the more and more we step into that, we see all of that same stuff, you know, that, that comes up. The, um, the brighter the light shines, the more things in the shadow become revealed. And the more you step into that place of responsibility, you then have the ability to respond and you're no longer a victim and you always have the choice. So it's just magnifying synchronicities within synchronicities within synchronicities. Uh, the more and more you start to really uh, let that ball of thread start to unwind to the inner core of your consciousness. It's a really beautiful process. So thank you for holding the space and having the call and sharing everything because it, I think it resonates with all of us, and that's why we're here. I really appreciate that story, and I find it fascinating that you are even keeping it real for people in their dreams. <laughs> wow, okay, I love that. Anyone else tonight? Um, yes, Mark, it's McLena. I just wanted to kind of share a couple things uh, with you. One of the things that's been happening this week with me is exactly what the call is about. I've been doing exactly the same thing, trying to figure out um, why people come in my life or why I attract certain people in my life. Uh, some are good and some aren't, <laughs> but they're all good because they, we all learn from something. Um, and... Today, I didn't think I was going to make the call. I actually had an appointment. For whatever reason, I had to rush back because I knew I needed to be here. And I did. It's just the way it happened. So I wanted to share that with you. It's just that it was one of those things, okay, I can listen to the call later on the recording. And something kept on saying, make the call. 
And, and then when I, you know, I was waiting, nothing was happening, I go, what's going on here? And then when you gave me the number, um, it was good. The other thing, too, that it's happening that I want to share with Michelle because she just brought up about um, she doesn't understand why it happened because it had nothing to do with her. Oh, McKenna, I was joking. Uh, were you? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Okay. I'm being well, sarcastic. But, I apologize. Okay. It's okay. Well, one thing that happened to me yesterday was that I'm driving and people are just angry. It was mm, The traffic yeah. was unbearable. And I just realized how angry people are. And nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I was calm. <laughs> And I decide that I don't want to be in that space, so I decide, okay, I'm going to stop and grab some tea or coffee while the traffic dies down. I called my girlfriend. She came down and met me for coffee, and we ended up doing that. And I just, it was uh, recognition. I, that's what I want to share, I guess, recognizing how angry people are sometimes. And still a reflection of something that's going on inside of us. Because honestly, McLena, there's no way to see it and feel it if it's not an aspect of of ourselves. As much as we wouldn't really want it to be, um, it is. It's there's there's a connection there. But thank you so much. I'm so glad you made uh, the call that I was uh, monitoring the um, the old line and saw that someone was on and, and got you over here. And uh, I do so appreciate uh, your involvement in my life for, uh, for the past 10-plus uh, years and um, you being on tonight's call and sharing with us. Thank you so much. Anybody else tonight before we close out this call? Well, my friends, thank you so much for joining us for another week, for lending your energy and your spirit to this call. It means the world to me. We'll be back next week. Please join us. Bring friends, and if you can't make the call, know that the recordings are always available at no charge at all. We'll look forward to connecting with you again. Have an excellent week, and may all your reflections be exactly what you choose them to be. Much love to you all. Thank you for being here. Good night.